the hard shoulder on Newstalk with Nissan Subscribe and Drive. No deposit, no compromise, no fuss. Find out more at Nissan.ie. Now, this time, every Tuesday on the Hard Shoulder, we have the Hard Shoulder Health Check. And from March 7th to the 13th is World Glaucoma Awareness Week. So this evening, we're joined by Graham Rogers, who is a consultant ophthalmic surgeon at the Beacon Hospital, to talk to us a little bit about glaucoma in terms of preventions and treatments and everything else. Graham, you're very welcome to the show. It's good to talk to you. I, I should ask, Thank you, what is glaucoma? So, uh, yeah, thanks, thanks for having me on. Uh, it's a very important topic. Um, to talk about. Um, Glaucoma is actually a range of conditions, um, not just a single uh, mechanism really, Um, and can can be up to about 70 different kinds of glaucoma. And essentially what they share in common is uh, the end stage um, damage to the optic nerve. So um, characteristically with nerve damage, um, the visual field of a person's eye can get affected. So what are the early symptoms of the, the most common types of glaucoma? So this is, this is important as to why we would have a, a, an awareness week. Um, most glaucoma is unfortunately symptom-free for many years. So the most common form may, may be present for 10 or 15 years before uh, it, it, a person notices that their vision is becoming affected. And then the management can become a bit more tricky. So uh, there are some types, with, particularly those when the pressure is very high, where there may be symptoms early on. But in most, ki- most kinds, we rely on our optometrists, really, and primary eye care providers to pick up glaucoma while it's still symptom-free or asymptomatic. When it becomes symptomatic, Graeme, how, how does it manifest itself for people? So, for example, one, one form where the, where the eye is very short and narrow, you might get sudden rise in pressure and severe headache, blurred vision, halos around lights, um, and a difficulty focusing. And may, you may even be so sick as to want to feel nauseous and vomit. So that may be one mechanism. But in some, some people, um, it may just ma- manifest as a, as a blurring of the vision. Um, and then, and then invariably the pressures kind of two or three times higher than normal. Okay, so that's how it can manifest itself. But as you said, yeah. you you want to catch it before these problems uh, occur. I, I mean, exactly. for people listening, uh, and maybe they think, oh my God, I, I'd like to know if I'm one of these people who's had it and has it maybe for years, up to 10 years before symptoms um, uh, begin to manifest. What can they do? So the... the the one uh, great advance and, and benefit that we have in Ireland is that we have a, a, a lot of great optometrists, and one, uh, you know, the screening um, with our optometrists is excellent. So just looking at the nerve itself as part of the examination when testing for glasses uh, would pick up a lot of the glaucoma uh, before even a visual field defect is developed. And now with um, uh, the scanning te- tests and tools that that many optometrists now have in their practice, um, early changes can be picked up as well. Okay, so, uh, so you, know, you can go to the, the the high street optometrist is the first port of call, is it? Exactly, and and uh, the, the important thing here is that just having a uh, you know pressure check is not enough because 
uh, up to, uh, you know, a third to a half of, pe of people who have glaucoma have normal pressures. So traditionally, uh, glaucoma is called high-pressure disease. Mm. That is not the case. Um, and unfortunately, that was used as a, sc a screening tool for a long time and has meant that many people are, are not picked up. So uh, it's really looking at the nerve itself uh, in context. So looking at the person's family history, okay. uh, the type of eye the person has, uh, you know, short-sighted or long-sighted what other conditions they may may have and so forth. What, what causes it, Graham? So uh, the, the pressure issue is, uh, is, is important. So mo most patients have a pressure that is relatively high for them. So their nerve is, is uh, more susceptible to, to damage. So their theories about the mechanics, the, the blood flow to the nerve, and how that, that interacts with the pressure. But in many patients, um, it's it's a genetic thing that's, that runs in the family. Um, there's certain genetic or secondary forms of glaucoma that, uh, as well, that can um, can can affect the optic nerve. So some people just have more more susceptible nerves, and uh, uh, you know, and and particularly those, those who are very long sighted or very short sighted might be most at risk of of of, of developing glaucoma. Okay, so for people who fall into those categories or for people who have a family history of it, they're the people, I suppose, you'd like to reach out to most today, is it, to make sure that they get exactly. checked out? Exactly. Um, some people who have had previous trauma to the eye or uh, other conditions such as diabetes or vein problems or vascular disease, um, as well as trauma to the eye, need, need to also be mindful that glaucoma can be an end result of those conditions. For those of us who don't fall into those categories, and thankfully touch with them, I'm not in them, you know, I don't have a family history of it or I'm, I'm not very short-sighted or very long-sighted. At what age should I start thinking about going to an optometrist and, and getting a, a, a screening, if we call it that, or getting checked out? Yeah, so I, I would I would recommend from from about forty uh, every couple of years to have a, to have your eyes checked, uh, especially as one you know if, if you have excellent distance vision and don't need glasses, until about that time you may start noticing your reading becoming affected. So you would be inclined to go at that stage anyway, and that's when most glaucoma occurs. So you know we, we're looking at perhaps one or two percent of people over forty uh, developing glaucoma, as opposed to up to seven, eight percent of those over 70, 80 years old. So it does rise with age. So certainly over the age of 50 mm. or two, you know, or biennial checkup is very important. Uh, and Graham, I assume then as, as we all live longer in this country and as we get better at treating other conditions, uh, you and your colleagues in this uh, in this area, in this field, you're probably seeing more and more people, are you? Exactly right. Um Certainly, uh, we see that in the cataract waiting lists. Um, glaucoma would be up there in terms of long waiting lists to get in and, and, and be checked. Um, and the appointments are t you know tend to be longer because you, one would need a visual field, which takes a, a fair amount of time. Mm. And that should be done at least you know twice a year in patients who have glaucoma. So, yes, with an aging population, these um, along with macular degeneration, these three th things in terms of eye care are very important. All right. Uh, well, yeah. listen, uh, Graham, we really appreciate your time here on the Hard Shoulder for the Hard Shoulder Health Check. Graham Rogers is a consultant ophthalmic surgeon at the Beacon Hospital. It is World Glaucoma Awareness Week. And as Graham said, the best advice, go see your high street optometrist. That is the first port of call. 